Greetings in Christ Jesus and welcome once again to the Twin Steeples podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity of Christ's kingdom here at Emmanuel. Thank you for joining us today. Today is Wednesday, May 17th, 2023. I'm your host, Pastor Joe Nauman, joined by Pastor Neil Radical today. Pastor, how are you doing today? I'm blessed. How are you doing? Doing very good. Enjoying the sunshine out there after that rain we had all last week. It's nice to enjoy a little bit of sunshine, isn't it? I need that water uh, puddles to be yeah, drying up. Dry them up. Dry a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think we heard, I heard somewhere we got over two inches of rain over in that one night. Uh, yeah. Uh, this morning I'd like to begin with a brief devotional thought based on John chapter 10, verses 14 to 18. This is the uh, Good Shepherd section uh, from John chapter 10. The Good Shepherd section, you know, obviously it's an I am statement, one of the one of the seven I am statements of Jesus, and then also draws a connection back to Psalm 23, which is the, the sh- uh, shepherd's psalm, the Good Shepherd's psalm. Uh, and in that we can draw the connection between, of course, the Lord is our shepherd, and of course, Jesus being our shepherd as well. So as I read through this, kind of, if you can draw some of those connections between that Old Testament Psalm and also the New Testament, we know about Jesus as our shepherd. So he says, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and I'm known by my own. As the father knows me, even so I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring and they will hear my voice and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Therefore my Father loves me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This command I have received from my Father. So one of the favorite songs we do at VBS every year is the I Just Want to Be a Sheep. That's kind of an unflattering idea, isn't it? Uh, Sheep are known as one of the less intelligent animals that God created. They tend to just follow the leader, uh, no matter where they may go. Uh, they tend to uh, try to get their heads stuck trying to get the grass on the other side of the fence because that grass is better or whatever. Uh, sheep tend to be pretty unintelligent animals, but there's one thing uh, that sheep are very good at, and that is listening to their, uh, knowing, recognizing their master's voice. So you can take a whole couple uh, herds of sheep and mix them all together and be confident that your sheep are going to come back to you when you call their voice. That's the one intelligent uh, attribute that they have. And that's what Jesus is talking about here. He says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and I'm known by my own. Uh, we know Jesus. We know his voice. Just recently I was, uh, uh, I got an email from somebody about one of these, one of these uh, false gospels, you know, the pseudo gospels, the gospel of Judas or the gospel according to Thomas. And, it, and you know, a lot of times people say, well, how do we know that's not a part of the Bible? Or how do we know that's not, or why did that get excluded? And I tell people, have you read those? <laughs> because if you go and read them, boy, they just, they're fake gospel. You can tell it just not, it just doesn't read like the rest of Holy Scripture does. It's not the word we use is canonical. It doesn't measure up to uh, what we see in the rest of Holy Scripture. That just is not, it's clearly not inspired by the Holy Spirit. It's clearly fake and it's clearly a lie. Um, and so, you know, recognizing Jesus' voice is something we can do when we study his word and we go to his word and see what he has shared with us. And as his shepherd, we know that he uses his word to guide us. So maybe I'll ask you, Pastor, what kind of uh, what kind of ideas come to your mind as you consider Jesus as your shepherd and connecting that with the Old Testament psalm as well? Well, Psalm 23 is a favorite for that reason of comfort, I believe, because when the Lord talks about 
making us to follow him with his rod and staff, directing us. You know, you think of his comfort, his admonition, a good shepherd is going to do both. And then ultimately you see him laying, having his sheep lay down and feed in those green pastures. And I think that's one thing that both sections, John 10 and Psalm 23, do a good job of showing is that the sheep are at peace because they're listening to the word of the shepherd. They're they're grazing off his pastures in the sense of what they're getting nourished by and that they're by the streams of the living waters, which of course is what we see Jesus is for us. So it really comes to that that peace and that assurance that our shepherd is with us and that he is going to nourish and bless us in our spiritual life first and foremost and ultimately take care of the things that we need for our physical life as well. So those those are some of the main thoughts I see is those you can go further with Psalm twenty three as well with what is he leading us towards and I think this part from John 10 really does help us have that same thought as well I don't know if you have similar thoughts to that yeah I uh that Larry 17 is sticking out to me I, I lay down my life that I may take it again you know as we think about the resurrection of Jesus and we're still in the Easter season uh, and we every Sunday we celebrate the, the resurrection of Jesus Oftentimes we think of God the Father raising Jesus from the dead, and that is true. But the Bible also clearly, and here Jesus says too, says that says that that Jesus raised Himself as well. So it's the complete work of God in raising Jesus from the dead. He laid down His life; He took it up again. God the Father raised Jesus, and also Jesus raised Himself. It's it's um, both of their work together uh, in in the, that resurrection, that first Easter Sunday when Jesus conquered death. And the last verse also is striking, isn't it? No one takes it from me, but I lay it down to myself. You know, as you look at the events of Good Friday, it sure looks like somebody took Jesus' life, doesn't it? You know, he was arrested by the mob. He was put on trial in the Sanhedrin. Pontius Pilate condemned him to death. He said, do with him as you will. The crowds, you know, are yelling, crucify him, crucify him. The guards are nailing, uh, put nails into his hands, and they're going to hang him there till he dies. It sure looks like they, they took his life from him. But here Jesus says that's not the case. They did not take his life. He uh, he laid it down of himself. He has the power to lay it down and to take it again. And that's what we see. I mean, I, he didn't have to be in the Garden of Gethsemane. He knew it was coming. He told his disciples, he told Peter, James, and John, come, come, the betrayers at hand. Uh, so he put himself in that situation. He was silent before Pilate and Herod. He allowed the accusations to come. He could have called down the legions of angels from heaven. He could have stopped them. He could have turned his skin into impenetrable armor so that the nails couldn't go in if he wanted to. He could, he's God. He can do what he wants, but he laid it down to himself. And we even see that in the end when he says, uh, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. You know, the, the, they did not kill Jesus. The crucifixion did not kill Jesus. Jesus laid down his own life, which is really a beautiful thing when you, when you think about it. It's really a, a self-sacrificing thing because nobody could take his life from him. It was something he had to completely do on his own, give his life into death, but by doing that, he says, I have the power to lay it down and I have the power to take it again. Uh, he could do that full confidence knowing he would ra- be raised again because of uh, the power that he has as true God. And this is part of God's command for him. And so that's what it really means to be, that's what it really means when he says, I am the good shepherd. You know, And in this section earlier in John 10, he talks about you know, under shepherds and how uh, we, are, we are all, not just, Pat, not just you and me pastor, as, as pastors, but Really, all uh, uh, Christians are called to be uh, fellow guardians and leaders of Christ's sheep and uh, to help uh, guard and protect one another. And if, as Christ has set this perfect example for us of you know, sacrificing self and of uh, putting others first and of thinking of others before ourselves, 
you know, that's the example that we have for us as well now as we look to continue the ministry that Christ has called us to here on earth. Totally agree. The only other thing I was thinking of is what you kind of just talked about, this command I've received from my father. He's showing his perfect obedience there. And like you were just mentioning, why is he our good shepherd? Well, he's always submissive. He's always obedient to his father in heaven. And that's displayed in his love towards us and how he carried it out for our salvation. Yeah. And one flock and one shepherd is beautiful, isn't it? That And on the last day, he's going to take us home and we're going to be one perfect family unit with Christ as our shepherd and all of us as his sheep uh, uh, as he guides us to eternal life in heaven. Definitely worth looking forward to. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, you are the good shepherd. You have called us as your sheep. You lead us and protect us. Help us to hear your voice. Help us not to be deceived by the many voices out there that would lead us astray, but uh, help us to test the spirits and to listen to you and your word. Bless us as we uh, study that word and help us to grow in our faith. Uh, through your Holy Spirit. Uh, we thank you for laying down your life, Lord Jesus, and for being that perfect sacrifice that we could not be. Thank you for blessing us uh, uh, with that salvation you won for us. And for most of all, uh, raising yourself from the dead, conquering death through your death and giving each of us newness of life through your resurrection to life. Uh, we look forward to that day of eternal life when you will bring us home to heaven. Uh, be with and be our shepherd. Guide us through the green pastures, through the still waters. Guide us through the valleys of the shadow of death until you receive us to yourself in heaven. We pray these things in your name. Amen. A number of weekly updates and reminders for you. We want to say thank you to all those who came to the cleanup day this past Saturday. Had a really good turnout. Uh, really did well. Uh, the church and school are looking much cleaner, so we appreciate all the work put in by volunteers for that. Uh, this evening, uh, the online midweek Bible class continues, uh, 7 o'clock this evening. Uh, Pastor Radical is continuing his geographical Bible study, uh, recapping some of the things that he learned as he went over to Israel this past January. Uh, tomorrow is Ascension Day. That is May 18th. Uh, there is an Ascension service at 6 p.m. Uh, so a lot of these midweek services and so forth, we had a 2 p.m. and then a a 6 p.m. this Thursday. We're just having a 6 p.m. So uh, there will be a six, special 6 p.m. Uh, ascension service, and the kids are singing for that. So hopefully we can uh, uh, hope we can uh, come and praise our Lord Jesus for His ascension into heaven and the what He's doing there in heaven, ruling and reigning for us today. The next day is graduation, May 19th. Uh, that's at 6 p.m. As mentioned earlier, we are doing kindergarten, eighth, and high school graduation this year. A little bit of a different thing. Uh, but we are continuing to uh, uh, give glory to God for the work that he did through these students, whether it be just this past year or in the many years that they have attended the school. Uh, Memorial Day service coming up May 29th, so that's uh, a couple weeks out here, but uh, that is at Pilgrim's Rest Cemetery, and as per usual, if it is rained out that morning, uh, we will have that service at church. Adopt-A-Highway got rescheduled from uh, last weekend to uh, June 3rd at 9 a.m. We'll go from 9 a.m. to 10.30, uh, do as much as we can, and then we will uh, head out. So hope you can come join us for Adopt-A-Highway. And then finally, that same weekend, June 3rd and 4th, we'll be installing our new vicar. Uh, Paul Agenton is coming from Eau Claire with his wife and children to serve with us during the months of June and July. So we look forward to getting to know Paul during that time. Our prayer list this week, uh, continue to pray for our cancer patients, Carrie Dale, John Hine, Norma Carlson, Gary Hannell, Will Rucker, uh, Linnea Salzig, who had surgery this past Friday and, and was in church again this weekend, so praise God for that. 
And finally, we pray for Gerhard Motzke, who had surgery on Monday. Uh, we are prayerful that he is able to return home uh, by today. Which leaves us with our hymn of the day today, hymn 627 in the Red Hymnal. Gracious Savior, gentle shepherd, children are all dear to thee. Gathered with thine arms and carried in thy bosom, may they be. Sweetly, fondly, safely tended, from all want and danger free. Tender shepherd, never leave them, never let them go astray. By thy warning love directed, may they walk the narrow way. Thus direct them, thus defend them, lest they fall an easy prey. Cleanse their hearts from sinful folly, in the stream thy love supplied. Mingled stream of blood and water flowing from thy wounded side. And to heavenly pastures lead them, where thine own still waters glide. Let thy holy word instruct them, fill their minds with heavenly light. Let thy powerful grace constrain them to approve whate'er is right. Let them feel thy yoke is easy, let them prove thy burden light. Taught to lisp thy holy praises, which on earth thy children sing, both with lips and hearts unfeigned, glad thank-offerings may they bring. Then with all the saints in glory, join to praise their Lord and King. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Twin Steeples podcast. Once again, Twin Steeples is a production of Emanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota. For more information about the ongoing activity here, we'd invite you to check out our website, emmanuelmankato.org. Until next time, may God bless and keep you, and may you always remember, Emmanuel, God is with you.